Blog Talk Radio. Saturday, I took a walk to zip her head. I met a girl there and she almost knocked me dead. Oh, brother, please look at me. What do you see? Let's travel around the world, just you and me, punk rock girl. I tapped her on the shoulder and said, do you have a bell? She looked at me and smiled and said she did not know. Oh, brother, give me a chance. Let's go slam dance to a dress like mini pearl Just you and me, punk rock girl We went to the Philly Pizza Company and ordered some hot tea The waitress said, well no, we only have it ice So we jumped up on the table and shouted anarchy And someone played a Beach Boys song on the jukebox It was California dreaming So we started screaming on such a winter's day took me to her parents for a Sunday meal. Her father took one look at me and he began to squeal. Punk rock girl, it makes no sense. Your dad is the vice president. Rich as the Duke of Earl. Yeah, you're for me, punk rock girl. To a shopping mall and laughed at all the shoppers And security guards trailed us to a record shop We asked for Mojo Nixon, they said he don't work here We said if you don't got Mojo Nixon then your store could use some fiction We got into a car, away we started rolling I said how much you pay for this, said nothing man And yes, that was the Dead Milkman and Punk Rock Girl, and that's dedicated to my cuz. Uh, okay, so here we are. It's Carl's Cavern via uh, Wildside Radio this time. Uh, of course, Steve Ronquillo is uh, um, producing. Say hello, Stephen. Hey, actually, it's KSDAD Radio, but Carl paid the two bucks, so he can say whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 one of my guests today is uh, Robert Duran. Robert, you you run a uh, uh, radio show out of Santa Cruz. Well, I used to back in. Okay, uh, so did, tell so, us a little bit about that. Uh, actually, I've uh, helped found uh, Free Radio Santa Cruz, or we like to call it Freak Radio, in Santa Cruz, California. It's a pirate radio station one of the low-power FM ones that were popping up in the uh, mid-'90s. And uh, we put that on the air. Um, and uh, I believe it, it's still it's on the web now, but it, it, it's actually kind of going downhill right now. But um, I helped work. I worked on that station for about 15 years. And um, 
Yeah, it's, it was a trip. We had no commercials. It was more uh, community programming. Everybody in the community we had Spanish programs. We had uh, just kids down the street, you know, with their mom playing, goofing off on the air. So we did that for um, for a long time. Nice. Now, now I have to say, uh, Santa Cruz. Um, I'm familiar, of course, with uh, UC Santa Cruz, and you're in a town where the university's uh, mascot is a friggin' banana slug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. I've That's actually true. seen those. They're scary damn things. I'm sorry. They are. <laughs> hey, don't yeah, I run the into them. Oh, fiction punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had but, that station on, and then we got raided um, – by the FCC and they stole our equipment. Um, I think that was in 2003. They came in with the U S marshals and raided us with automatic weapons and woke up a bunch of sleeping hippies. Whoa. Holy shit. Okay. Yep. There, there it goes. So, so anyway, you're, you're going to be joining us tonight and uh, yeah, I do hear that our special guest is with us. Uh, We'll let her introduce herself when she comes on. Uh, But before we do, I've I've known Antonia on on Facebook for a number of years. And uh, a couple weeks ago, she put herself into uh, into hospice. And and, uh, I'm, I'm rather sad, but I did write a poem. And this one's for you, because, and it says, There once was a punkette from Reno who stubbed her proverbial toe. She had the great like, luck to not give a fuck and went on with the fucking show. May I introduce my cousin, Antonia Onofro. Antonia? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Carl. Hey, this is Sporky. And that was the best poem. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> um, I, I appreciate it, thank you. And Stephen oh. and Robert, go banana slugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Antonia, tell us a little bit about your background because you're 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 definitely you're definitely punk. There's no question about that. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about what you've done. Okay. Um, I identify Skino, 1983, um, but I'm my own person. Uh, Skino, 1983, is is a punk rock movement in Reno, Nevada, and it was named by the band Seven Seconds, which is from, who are from Reno, Nevada. And uh, so I came up in that scene, 83, and every year I've, participated in the punk rock scene in some way. Uh, In uh, 2010, I got onto uh, internet radio, and I became a DJ at a station that's called KUSR, and they're still running. So you can log in uh, on the internet to www.underground. Thinking Radio Worldwide Alternative Internet Radio. <laughs> That's okay, good Lord. How is anyone supposed <laughs> to remember that? 
You wow. went by a specific name too, didn't yeah. you? So what was I your name I... when you were a DJ? Oh, Sporky. That's how I came on the air tonight. This is Sporky. Well, I tried to come on the air tonight like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, Sporky's my internet radio name. And uh, my friends will call me Antonia uh, that know me in town. Uh, but I'm big on the internet, so they know me as Sporky. Okay. And I don't know if you want and- to hear the story Sporky, but it's – it's nothing. It's oh, nothing I, are you kidding? Of course I do, because <laughs> you never told it to me when we were talking over Facebook. I asked you it's a couple chat, times, I think. Chat room, uh, chat room banter, and I called myself knives. And they said, knives, you're not a knife. You're more like a spork. So I became spork, and then uh, somebody added a Y to the end of that. So I became sporky. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it suits but, you. It suits you. So, yeah. so I'm going to call you Sporky from here on in, at least for this show. Um, okay. So you had you had a couple of. Uh, I asked you before um, doing this uh, to list some of your favorite songs. So why yes. don't you just tell us? You know, int- uh, pick out a song of one of those five that you gave me. And give us an intro, and Stephen, our wonderful producer, will will get it up if you let us know what the song is beforehand. <laughs> okay, yes, you bet. Uh, Bloodstains by Agent Orange. Mike Palm on guitar, Steve Soto on bass. And this is from the Living in Darkness LP, Bloodstains. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, Stephen, go for it.
controversy that the offspring stole that solo for uh, uh, Come Out and Play. Wow, I never knew that there was plagiarism between those two songs. I have no idea. Um, but if, I think that music is all plagiarism, music and art, and uh, we learn from each other, and we pick up, when we pick up an instrument, we don't just learn you have to play Mary Had a Little Lamb. We listen to our rock and roll idols and practice like they do and uh, become a musician. And I picked up the bass for the first time and uh, was in a band. I was in a loony bin, and I was writing songs and playing uh, within a couple of weeks of picking up a bass guitar. I just got it. It just came to me really, really quickly. And you can listen, you can hear and see my band play on YouTube. Uh, you would go to uh, write this down. Uh, go to Dragster August spelled out all the way. August 1996, Reno, Nevada, and it pulls up the video of my band Dragster. So that was my second band. But I so how many bands have you been in, uh, Antonia? <laughs> just two. Just two. Just two. Okay. Yeah. Carl, well, what you say that people. sounded like, oh, sorry, that sounded like what you would call a generic surf riff, an Egyptian surf yeah. riff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think Mike Palm is as good as Dick Dale. You could call him a punk rock Dick Dale, but in my world, he's just as legit. <laughs> so so I have a question for the two of you actually. Uh so Stephen and I were talking as we were getting the idea for this show together and it came up that there seems to be a divide from West Coast punk to East Coast punk. Now I'm much more East Coast and we'll get into that a little later. But would you consider this uh, a real West Coast sound, what we just listened to? Yes. Um, yes, specifically the OC, um, Orange County Punk Rock. It's, it's, it's a big big deal. It's a big scene. It includes bands like um, Social Distortion, DI, TSOL. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Circle Jerks is nearby there, and it's a whole uh, group of guys that went to school together, and they're still friends, and they play in each other's bands. Uh, Casey Royer is the singer for DI, and he plays uh, in the Radolescence, which is the rest of the adolescents in Casey Royer. And uh, they're still playing music, and they're old guys. They're like us. <laughs> you know, they're our age. They're our age. And maybe I don't know how old, older you are than me, but I'm 56. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're still jamming. They're still doing it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I remember. I remember Agent Orange used to play every year here in Santa Cruz where I worked at the Vets Hall. And awesome. it was always a barn burner show. Like almost every year back in the 90s. Actually, before the awesome. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Very nice. It's an awesome show. I've heard legendary stories about that place, just about how that was the punk venue to play in if you were 
Oh, in Santa Cruz area. Definitely the bunker down in the basement. Tons of bands played through there. Um, yeah, I used to work there. I'd run a house, take care of the house, and uh, we'd have shows in down in the basement. Usually about 100 kids can fit in there. A lot of straight-edge shows. We had uh, ska on Wednesday nights, which was awesome. Local ska bands would play. Yeah. And then usually punk bands would come through smaller bands. Uh, a lot of the straight-edge stuff started happening, too. A lot of the kids uh, were into that, and they put on their own shows. And we don't have that anymore, unfortunately, because of gentrification um, and rents going through the roof. Yeah. But that was a good right. time. It was a great time to be. I'm glad I was a part of it. Yeah. Were any yeah, of you guys awesome. at one of uh, the infamous shows where the Bad Brains first turned punk without telling any of their fans? <laughs> I mean, they turned reggae without telling their fans. Oh, I remember uh, that. I no, guess I. I mean, wasn't it? They're old school Rastafari. Yeah, I versus I. They played reggae and that they went hardcore. And taught a generation, a whole the whole eighties generation, how to play hardcore punk rock. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just well, considering we now. we just talked about uh, how amazing Bad Brains, why don't you uh, introduce us to uh, uh, their song that you picked, which would be "Pay to Come." Okay, and. Uh, this song was chosen because I did smoke a blunt with my ex-husband, HR and Dr. No, from the band The Bad Brains. And my favorite song, The Energy, for the energy, and for the speed, the power, and the male youthfulness of this music really appeals to me. It's Bad Brains, pay to come. Someone 
says punk to you? Is this the type of music you're talking about? The the short songs, uh, the very very rhythmic, uh, um, uh, repetitive riffs, and and the very fast vocals. Or do you think punk is different than that in all different ways? Robert, go first. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Punk to me, um, it's it's more of like an attitude and music as well. Um, but it's shaped by uh, kids that were growing up, you know, in the seventies and eighties, and uh, not having anywhere to go to do things and um and and then this you know kind of cheesy rock music comes out and uh and then something like the ramones comes along and blows your mind away uh like a lot of people who were kids back then like jello biafra remember him talking about seeing the ramones and it changed his life kind of thing um it's kind of a you know bucking the system thing uh, wanting to be different, not wanting to be, you know, I always think of that bad religion cover of Suffer with the kid catching on fire and looking at this like modern, uh, you know, um, neighborhood and stuff like that and him being on fire. And it kind of sums it up for me, I guess. Okay. How about you, Antonia? Well, no, sorry. Well, sorry, I, Robert. Go ahead. Finish up. No, no, it's, it's, uh, no, it's okay. Go ahead, Antonia. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. We're sure, we're sure. Okay, Robert. Okay, guys. Um, well, I believe that punk rock is an umbrella for a lot of different styles of music because I'm a fan of London music. I'm a fan of L.A. music, X, The Germs, Fear, all the um, the uh, decline of the Western civilization movies, uh, you know, the, uh, the punk scene that came out of that era. Um, and all the bands and how they shaped punk rock and how the Sex Pistols and the Dam and the Clash shaped punk rock in London. Then you have New York where you have the the Ramones and um, you guys could probably name off some other New York early bands that, that all popped up and they were all doing their own thing. And to me, punk rock is by the people for the people. We make it, we see our friends up there playing music, so we play music too, and they watch us, and it's all do-it-yourself, and and uh, it's music, and it's, it's a scene, and I think punk is a label, and some of us wear it as a badge of honor, and I, I do identify punk rock, so, uh, you know, that's my take on it. Well, I, I just want to the reason the reason I asked the question was uh, I just wanted to give you a little background on me. I I'm older than 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 you guys. I'm just turned 60, <laughs> 62. And happy uh, birthday! Back in the seventies, I ran a, a college radio station as program director, and so back then. Even even back then, I was a big Zappa fan and so on and so forth. But one of the things that, that I focused on, too, was the old garage rock of the 60s, like Standells and, and, and Shadows of Night and these little local bands that would have these one-hit 13th floor elevators uh, and Rocky Erickson. But then when I moved to New York in the 80s, it was a little past 
punk, so it was more post-punk. So, you know, I tried to get into the no-budget area, and, and I'm going to mention a name that Stephen hates, Lydia Lunch. Um, uh, uh, also, uh, when you went to CBGB's, uh, Gang of Four, uh, 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 Ian Dury, but a lot of the, the, the English bands, and then you get in bands like XTC, which began punk, or even Joe Jackson. But, yeah. but my oh, my yeah. my influence in a lot of that is more British, because that's what was coming in and and you were hearing in 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 uh, New York at the time in the early eighties. Okay. So just okay. But to me, it's always an attitude. Punk is an yeah. attitude, and I don't care what you know. You know, if you're a country artist, don't tell me that that Johnny Cash wasn't. At least had some punk in him because he certainly did. Some punk. Yeah. You have to be full punk to write a line like I shot a man just to watch him die. Yeah. In Reno. <laughs> That's yeah. Funny. In Reno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. it, it comes down to attitude for me, and it's always about attitude. You know, one of the funny things I mentioned, Joe Jackson. When I was in New York, I was very poor. You know, just starting out, and and uh, my anthem was "Look Sharp" by him. You know, don't fucking underestimate me. Don't do it. You know, and that was the attitude. Well, he just came out with an album thirty years later that still has that same attitude. It's wow. wonderful. I don't okay. think you ever stop being the punk. I want to get my and get to my song. Sorry, Carl. Oh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect. The, I'm the I'm the, I'm the bad guy. I'm the butt old tonight. Sorry, but look <laughs> at the first punk movie that's considered the first punk movie, uh, Over the Edge. Is there any punk songs or punk? What they call the punk outfit in that one? Oh, oh really? There's a little me. bit of leather in yeah. that with Linda Mans. But it has the anger, the boredom, and the frustration that really was at the heart of punk. Someone made a really cool video using uh, Nirvana School and then having clips from Over the Edge in it. thought yeah. that went really well. Nice. Nice. Well, so, so do you have a song by, uh, for us, Stephen, yeah, since we're talking? Yeah, my Warren Zevon. And if you know Warren Zevon, he's a very cynical, mean man. And there's a whole bunch <laughs> of us that cried when they posted about the Pioneer Chicken stand down on the beach getting closed down because all we could think of was uh, <laughs> that song of his where he talks about overdosing on the beach. Carmelita. <laughs> which G.G. Oh, Allen did a hell of a cover of. But this one's for you, Sport, because this, to me, is the national fuck you anthem to uh, getting sick. And this is a song he was so angry after getting diagnosed with cancer that he just come home and wrote this within a couple of hours. And that okay. is, I hope you disagree with it, just based on the title, is Warren Zevon's My Shit's Fucked Up. <laughs> A great have song. you heard this before, Spork? No, I have not, Stephen. Oh, I hope you like it. And here we go, Warren Zevon, 
My shit's <laughs> fucked up. Woo! Well, I went to the doctor. I said, I'm feeling kind of rough. Let me break it to you, son. Your shit's fucked up. I said, my shit's fucked up. <laughs> well, I don't see how. He said, the shit that used to work won't work now. <laughs> Shucks, oh well Now it's all fucked up It's shot up to hell Yeah, yeah, my shit's fucked up It has to happen to the best of us Cause rich folks suffer like the rest of us It'll happen to you Someone's up there looking out for you. 
And uh, another doctor said, I'm a miracle because I'm still alive. I've been existing. I pee still. Dialysis patients don't pee. Um, and uh, I'm functioning as well as I have been for the past year, being clean and sober and just smoking marijuana. And um, I'm fine. I'm living like that. So it's not a devastating – well, that's, that's enough. You guys can comment. No, that's okay. We're listening to you. Yeah. Don't worry. Just wake up every day and go, hey, Dev, fuck you. Got another one. Going to stay here. Fuck you. No, that's not my attitude. Oh, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here. Uh (laughs) Well, you know, Antonio, I think think we talked about this, but but both Stephen and I have – have physical problems, and I was born with uh, cerebral palsy, and I was okay. in in uh, braces for for a number of years until I was eight. And okay. the doc, you know, the doctor said at one point I I I'll be in a wheelchair. Well, my mother, God bless bless her and her memory, you know, she said that ain't happening. And and uh, you know, by the grace of God, by 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 that, you can't even tell that I have a problem. And, yeah. and, and you know, those, those things, you know, when your doctor said, you know, you got someone looking out after you, I understand that completely. No. And plus, Carl, yeah. you can't get in the wheelchair until we can get you a full Larry Flint job. <laughs> That's, That's true. Gold, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. So anyway, let, let, let's get off of that for a moment. Let's go back to, to, to the music. So okay. uh, why don't you pick another one of your songs? Okay, how about you the like? cosmetics? How about Oh, today? yeah, and then after this, Stephen's got a story for you. Okay. And this is how I, and this title of this song call is how I feel about how you dress every day, no matter what. He could be casual, and the boy's still wearing his monkey suit. Ha, 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 ha. Well, him when you go church organist, you got to do it. No, what can I tell you? We're at convention. If I ever seen you in a T-shirt, I would die of a heart attack. <laughs> He's right, you know. <laughs> but here we go. Well, I, I didn't. Okay. May I say, Carl? No, no, no. Let, let Antonia bring it in. Go ahead, okay, Antonia. Okay. okay. Yeah, it wasn't intended on how you dress every day, or even if you do wear a monkey suit. It's the way that she sounds. In the guttural way of singing, and, and uh, if I could give it a shot in a monkey suit like that, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this is the plasmatics, and it's monkey suit. Monkey suit. Monkey suit. You monkey suit. Monkey you just look like a monkey. <laughs>
uh, that really, you know, I mean, we talk about, you know, someone like Henry Rollins or, or, or uh, can't think of the gentleman from, from fear. Uh, but, but, you Are know, you leaving? Leaving. Leaving, no, yeah. No. Oh, you're leaving? <laughs> no. I don't know what you're going to, Stephen. Sometimes you it do this right to me. Over head, didn't it, Sporky? Yes, it did. Yes, it did, Carl. Uh, the the answer is uh, Lee Bing. Four hundred. Oh, uh, Lee Bing. Okay, okay, yes. Thank I'm you. only asking a hundred bucks for that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But 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 you know people that 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 have come out of the 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 punk scene and you know people know them from other venues. And, you know, uh, Rollins has become quite political. And, of course, probably the, uh, for me, the person would be uh, Jello Biafra, who, yeah. who, who I love. I, and I love, the, I love the Dead Kennedys. I just adore the Dead Kennedys. Yeah. But, but anyone and else I we're flagged. missing? Okay, right. Um, strike Anywhere, pretty political. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Dead Kennedys are very influential, and he named in uh, Holiday in Cambodia and uh, some of his, his other songs um, that you know what's coming is actually happening right now. And oh yeah, you know, and he predicted the future of politics to come, and it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and outside of work. punk, uh, I would also say that Frank Zappa did the same thing. But, yeah, I mean, okay. there are those people okay. that are that astute by, by far. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Orky, no matter what, he'll say Frank Zappa did it first. If you say, <laughs> I think they'll be off a trip on stage, he'll be like, oh, Frank Zappa did it first, and he did it better. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I'm a Zappa fan, too. I have a favorite album. I like Apostrophe a lot. I like Joe's uh, Joe's Garage. Mm, excellent. Yeah. yeah so. That's yeah. scrutinizer. <laughs> the central scrutinizer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. God, well, but Robert, what, uh, tell us a little bit about your favorite bands because I know we're fo- we're focusing on on Sporky, but but. Tell me a little bit about about your favorite bands and how you got into to punk. Well, I kind of got into punk uh, later in my 30s, actually. When I was a younger kid, I was more into, like, metal, you know, the, the a lot of the radio stuff. I wasn't much into punk, but after I got a, I met, uh, started working with a buddy of mine who's a drummer in this band called Anus the Menace, on flip side. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he he's back in the when was this? God, this is the late '80s. He like uh, invited me to some of the shows at um, Al's Bar in uh, North Hollywood area. Um, a lot of bands would be playing there. L7 would play there almost every weekend. Uh, who else was playing there? Um, this thing called Lisa Suck Dog with some guy who looked like uh, like David Byrne from Talking Heads, uh, jerking off and running around, throwing chicken parts at the audience. Um, everything from <laughs> Mr. T experience would play a lot of time. 
And then all these other flip side bands like Sandy Duncan's Eye, uh, TV, TV. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I got a story about that. Never mind. I'm not going to repeat it. Go ahead. Yeah, Pop Defect was another band, which I that's what I named my radio show, Pop Defect Radio, after that. There was a great band, too. And, uh, yeah, the whole flip side thing was great. It was just this band to be taken over, uh, like, sports clubs in the early, early 90s, late 80s. There's all these sports clubs in, like, Whittier, where I was living at the time. Uh, the bands would start uh, booking their own their own shows there, and they just let them in because during the week there's nothing going on. So they'd let bands like Sandy Duncan's I play and um it was always an awesome show. And uh then they go out in the desert and do shows out there. Um yeah, it was this band called the Fixtures it was an incredible band. Uh they're not around anymore, a lot of those older bands. But um yeah, I got into that and then I moved to Santa Cruz. Uh became homeless for a while and got involved with a group called Food Not Bombs. Um and then they turned me on to the whole radio station. And then I had what few cassettes I had, and we started the radio station. But uh, a lot of the band, I like a lot of the, I listen to stuff constantly from being a DJ. Uh, Bad Religion, Digits is another good fun one that I like. Uh, Green River, um, MDC. Uh, but I, I like uh, some new stuff, too, that's come out, like the Cunts. They're pretty good. Um, what's this one called? Backbreak. They're a fun band. Um, but I always got my ear to the ground hearing new stuff all the time. Awesome. Good. Well, those are bands I'll have to check out because yeah, I I, I don't know a lot of the newer stuff. And to be honest, as I said, I, it's more uh, I'm more familiar with with the older East Coast stuff. So so that's that's mm-hmm. sort of I am at this point, um, but good, good. Uh, so, yeah, I gotta... Antonia, we we have a couple <laughs> more songs, don't we? Yes. Oh, I want to um, say something you... first. I'm calling someone out. Uh, what if you guys were in New York City and heard that the supergroup of Johnny Thunders, Sid Vicious, and Dee Dee Ramone was playing at a club that you could that you usually <laughs> went to? What would you well, guys that's do? one guitar player and two bass players. Well, actually, just one and a half bass players. Um, and <laughs> <guitar> players. <laughs> you need you need a drummer, uh, so you choose a drummer and get rid of Sid Vicious and <laughs> go with Johnny. It was Sunday during his and, dark period. I think it was like two weeks before his death. <laughs> you need that really happy. Yeah, no, it really happened, and I, yeah. I was, uh, I, I'm going to take it from here. I was actually offered tickets, and turned it down. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. I'll be the first one to say I'm a fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> no, the second. I want to quote my favorite one, and that is. I got to give a shout out to our boy Steve from Monster Bash. He is the New York punk. I told him that, and he's like, "You had a chance to go see D.D., uh, Johnny, and Sid, and you didn't go. You fucking idiot! What the fuck were you thinking?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, see wherever you are, man. <laughs> I remember. 
And, and, and so oh, we're, we're hot to pass. We're both smoking cigarettes, and we're talking about about the old New York haunts. And and and, and I said, yeah, you know, he mentioned Dee Dee Ramone. I said, you know, someone offered me tickets to this show with Ian. Said this, she said, I wasn't into it, and I. <laughs> and Stephen is like in the corner there, and, and like he just went out after him. Steve is double over in laughter, <laughs> thinking I will never survive this five minutes. All three of those guys are hardcore heroin addicts. How did they get on stage to play? They're all hardcore heroin addicts. Yeah, they were. Side of it. Stevie side of it. And yeah. we so did two pieces, and, you know, it's just uh, probably a tragedy, probably a disaster. Well, well, you you know, the thing, the thing about it is it's unfortunate, but, but, you know, the drug use does destroy so many fine musicians and people, and, and, and that's something that, that, you know, I'm an old... Old, you know, give me some marijuana. I'm good with that. You know, but, yeah. but I never did much harder than that at all. Um, uh-huh. But it, it's something that you need to be extremely aware of, and 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 to not indulge if you can. Seriously, because yeah. it is very, very uh, addictive, and it can destroy yeah. you. You're absolutely right. Or even get hooked on the opioids and then having to go to heroin when you can't afford opioids anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that stuff's dangerous. Very dangerous. All right, Corky, we got two more. We got two more songs. Which one would you like us to play? Uh, I just went to see the, uh, the TSOL Avengers and Lead Show in Sacramento on February 22nd, and I got to hear two of their last songs, and one of them was this one, is Painted Black. Mm-hmm. All right. Woo! And I will say, this kicked my ass today when I first heard it, when I downloaded I was just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah. Nice version. Really nice version. Now, this is a band I don't know anything about. So tell us about the band, Sporky. Whisker do? No, no, no. That was the Avengers. All about the Avengers. Oh, okay. I thought we were uh, moving on for a second. I'm sorry. The Avengers is a Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland Bay Area band, uh, and they started out in the '80s with a comp, with a with a, just a demo EP, and uh, they had painted black on that. And then they did a 1983 album with "We Are the One" on that too. Um, so two of their greatest songs are on one album. And uh, they're touring now. They're touring with CSOL. And uh, she sounds the exact same. She's, of course, our age. And um, she's still kicking it on stage. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's a band. I've never heard of them. And that that's a, that's a hell of a version of that song. Good God. Oh, and mm-hmm. her, her name is Penelope Houston. Excuse me. Penelope Houston. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stephen, had you ever heard of the band before you you downloaded it? No. No. So if I say anything from this this particular playlist that that you gave me, this band absolutely I'm going to like find everything they've done. I mean, it's <laughs> really really good. Okay. Well, I only That's listened awesome. to one other song by theirs, and I loved it as well, and it's. Why it's the one white word you cannot say if you say the word in certain neighborhoods you'll get killed. Right. <laughs> yes, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> That's nice. It's nice to hear that. Yeah. yeah, I was just while that song was playing, I was thinking about how when we started our radio station, um, how to get music, and I remember getting a old Maximum Rock and Roll and a flip side and just writing. Wow snail mail to all these oh. records, these independent records, and they'd send us stuff yes. like uh, Citizen Fish send us one of their albums and, and wrote a personal letter to us. It's great. And I flagged oh. their first album. So we were able to play this on, on the airwaves, which was great, which nobody was able to do. So um, it was it was a really good experience to be able to um, expose some of these bands that just weren't getting played, still aren't getting played on the air. No, they're not. And and, and that's the one thing about punk. You know, uh, only a very, very small percentage. And I'd say if it's 1% or 2%, that's probably high of the punk output is is put out on radio. And even the best-known bands, like, like, uh, of course, Bad Brains is one of the best-known. You're not going to hear them on radio unless it's college radio. You certainly Call don't radio, hear it here exactly. in New York. I can guarantee you that, except on yeah. FMU. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind well, of sad. Well, once Brains went out west, uh, Carl, they were considered traitors, and the East Coast scene sort of turned their back on them. <laughs> well, remember, they weren't oh. East Coast. They were D.C. D.C. was yeah, its own little, little world. Yeah, but, but they were D.C. first, then New York, then they went out west. But they were always D.C. And, of course, I worked in Frederick for many, many years, which is only about 30 miles from D.C. And uh, actually got to know someone who uh, who played in a band that played, uh, you know, a double 
bill with them. And and uh, yeah, I mean in D.C. they're still gods. You know, not maybe not in the East Coast, but in D.C. you know, uh, uh, bad brains is like you know top of the heap down there. Trust me. Yeah. Well, the first place I ran into punk were, uh, you remember those sampler albums that come out in the early 80s? You West Coast guys won. It had. Uh, oh, yeah. Fat yeah, Records. It was, for some way, it got to Tennessee. It was stolen at apartment show. It was the two acid green ones, and they had uh, TSLOL, uh, Suicidal Tendencies. Uh, Bad Brains, uh, Black Flag, The Circle Jerks. Yeah. And it was like, oh, $2. Oh. I'll take a risk. And then I went home and uh-huh. just my mind was blown. I'm like, music <laughs> says I don't have to be happy. I don't have to like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to drink yeah. beer and get drunk at parties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those comp CDs that came out, um, that's how a lot of these bands got put on the map was from those, especially in the in the 90s, early 90s, Fat Records, Epitaph. They'd send us stuff all the time, and we'd like, wow, look at all these bands. I'd never heard of them before, and uh, exposed them and – What's that? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Please continue. Uh, I was just going to oh, say before that, um, in the 80s, um, there was another comp that uh, was influential on the West Coast called Not So Quiet on the Western Front. And it featured bands like Seven Seconds, The Rex, which they have a song called Punk is an Attitude, and they're from Reno. And, uh-huh. um, and, and other bands along the West Coast, in, including DOA, who is West Coast Canada and uh Fang is on there. Um, you know, some of the older West Coast bands. So I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted you. <laughs> oh no, 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 go ahead. I was pretty much done anyway. But yeah, it's just nice to see it, it exposed so many bands to, to so many people through that. I think uh what was it? Uh uh one of these news alternative news things did a whole did a little story on that on the cds people would get in the mall and it have like all these different bands you know on it and they never heard of them before mm-hmm. oh yeah that well, that, that's a fun not- i mean that even goes back that goes back to like the columbia samplers back in the 70s you, uh, you know or or you get the promo things like i i collected records for a number of years and and you know, like Frank Zappa, you could you write in to Warner Brothers, and they'd send you a sampler uh, um, LP for like a buck of all these oh, different really? bands. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that goes wow. Way, 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 way back, sixties uh, and seventies. Um, I just remember the ones you, you gave a nickel, and then uh, you know you were supposed to pay them for the albums. <laughs> And no one ever paid Right, 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 right. You know, uh, that that's Columbia Record uh, Club. But this is, you like, you would buy an album, and on the inner sleeve, it'd say, special offer. You know, uh, uh, this album, you know, 12 bands, 12 cuts, 
check them out for a buck. A lot and that, of the that's what you would do. But that goes back way, way back. Say that what again, that? Stephen. I missed that. A lot of them label samplers are worth uh, a pretty penny nowadays, especially to uh, label completionists. Oh, absolutely. And I have several of those in the collection that I had. I had several of them. Uh, um, and some of those promotionals, like if it was one, uh, Zappa had a lot of promotional stuff out. And those things are worth 100 $150 pop if they're in mint condition. And I have a good many of those. So, yeah, you had a lot of that out there. So these samplers w- w- isn't a new thing and wasn't something that came up in the 80s or, or 90s. They were doing that actually Shout back in the 60s. I'm starting a punk band after this show, and it's going to be called There's More to the World than Frank Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He knows me rather well, okay? Tell him how long we've been doing this, Stephen. So long that there's an official drinking game of this show. Every time Carl says, Carla, Frank Zappa, and I forget what else, take a shot. (laughs) True, true, true. But actually, we've been doing this for about seven years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. How it's come I didn't know this, Cuz? Sorry, I missed that. He's sucks at promoting himself. <laughs> How come I, I didn't don't know promote this myself before? that much? Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> so, 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 Sporky, we have one more tune to play of yours. Okay. And this okay. is an actual band that I do know because. Okay. Uh, it hit like late college and then into New New York, so I know this band quite well. So go ahead. Well, what do you like about What do you like about them the best? No, you go you you go introduce it, my dear. Okay. Well, what I like about Husqvarna is the passion of their music and the way that he sings his full passion and the backup. Uh, it's a three. It's a, a power trio. So you just have a guitar, bass, and drums, and everybody sings in the band and uh, write songs and contribute to Who's Do. They're a great Midwestern band from uh, from Wisconsin and Minneapolis, Minnesota. Excuse me. My boomer brain fails me sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're from Minneapolis. And uh, this song is I Don't Want to Know If You're Lonely And think about this If you ever miss me I'm not leaving <laughs> I'm going to haunt yeah. you I'm going to I'm Good, gonna all I like you. that and yeah. I'm not going anywhere <laughs> I'll always be here So And plus uh, I want to say Husker yeah, Husker I want to say oh, well, this, you know, no. before she says the song's name, and that is, if you went to college in the early 90s, one of the things the welcoming crew gave you as soon as you come in was a CD copy of Husker Du's first album and Bob Marley Legend. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I That's practice really it comes cool. alive in the 70s. Trust me. That would be awesome. <laughs> 
Well, this is of off the album Candy Apple Gray, and I don't want to know if you're lonely. I love Who's Do. That's a great awesome. song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love their stuff. I got. I think I got everything from them. <laughs> Do you have New Day Rising? 
Yes, that's that's my favorite album. That's mine too, from start to finish. <laughs> yes. Yep. I love it. Yeah. My, <laughs> yeah. My, my, I love the cover too. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite How long track? have they been like, around? They've been around quite a while now, right? Yeah, since like 83. Early 80s, right? Yeah. About 83. They're demo, I have cassette demos from 1980. Oh, okay. from 80, okay. Yeah, yeah, picture of you, can't see you, I'm looking at it right now, can't see you anymore, oh, the two thirds, do you remember? Sore eyes, winter's <laughs> cramp, and let's go die. That sounds like my. I don't know where I got right it. <laughs> I found it on some pirate site a long time ago. That's awesome. <clears throat> sounds like my medical list. <laughs> <laughs> I love their cover of Eight Miles High. I, I love that. It's such an awesome yeah. cover they do. Yes. Even the Mary Tyler Moore theme song is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, good good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah. uh we're we're getting down to uh I, I figured we'd do this for ninety minutes and and we're we're at nine fifteen. So so uh Sporky just just give us a little more of of background how much you love punk and, and how Happy you've had your life to be a punk rock girl as we started at the beginning of the show. Okay. Well, um, I'm very happy uh, that, okay, I have a little story. And this is related related to your song that you put on a song list for me that you sent me independently of the show. And I loved it. I thought that song this was wonderful, even Warren Zavon, uh, when he's knocking on Heaven's Door, Bob Dylan uh cover. And I love the Jimmy Page and Black Crows cover, uh, um, In My Time of Dying. Uh, and, and my uh, my time of dying, yeah. Which is an old yeah. blues song from, from the twenty two thirties actually. See there you go with the plagiarism again. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But, they do it all the Fucking time. I hate yeah, them for that, you. but nonetheless. <laughs> it happens. Uh, my father wrote a letter to to Jesus one time asking him to always watch out for me. And I, of course, received that note and kept it near me and dear to me for years. And my father's love for Jesus is what keeps me going. And I have a higher power. And... Um, but as far as being a punk rock girl, um, <laughs> I appreciate the moniker. Um, I uh, I have a lot of history in punk rock. I've seen uh, not a whole lot of shows because I stayed home for a lot of them. But I did see some really great punk rock bands, and I've met a lot of really great people in the punk rock scene and uh, outside of the punk rock scene as well. And... Uh, I I feel very fortunate and blessed that my friends are coming. They're stepping up. And, Carl, you stuck up for me. And thank you very much. And it was just wonderful spending airtime with you guys. And I appreciate it very much. Well, absolutely. 
there's uh, there was no way I was not going to do this, cuz. No okay. way you could fucking stop me, okay? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to step it over to Robert here. Robert, give us a little more information about uh, uh, about uh, the radio station and what you're doing now, and and what uh, uh, what projects you have going. Uh, hey, yeah. Well, right now I'm I'm uh, kind of recovering from back surgery, <laughs> but um, I'm doing well. A um, couple lapses, but I'm I'm doing all right. But the the radio station I haven't done that since 2010 or 11. Um, it's uh it's on the web. It is broadcasting on the line at uh, freakradio.org. People want to listen there. Um, they're playing. Uh, people's programming is pre-taped and then they play it. Um, it's no longer live on the air uh, because they just have. It's they they need help. They need like an engineer and that kind of thing. And um, anyway, uh, but uh, I've been uh, doing. I do a podcast called Pop Defect Radio. Um, I haven't done one for a long time since uh, 2017, but I'm probably going to start doing it again um, at popdefectradio.blogspot.com or uh, another good site is radioforall.net, which is a lot of uh, the pirate stations that we grew through in the 90s and, um, and other public stations post a bunch of stuff there. Um, it's a really good resource. Anybody can post any uh, MP3 audio there. People can download it for free. Uh, you don't have to sign up for anything. It's a great resource. And archive.org is where I put some of my shows, too. That's another great source. Anybody can upload anything, and I encourage people to create and upload stuff. Um, that would be awesome if more people did that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here on your show, man. Uh, um, it's a great discussion. Great to meet both everybody here, Antonia, and everybody. And um, I wish you the best, all you guys. Oh, well, thank you very, very much. Now, before we go, we've got two more songs, and these are from me. And and since I I sort of the only person here that represents the East Coast punk, uh, we've got one here which, if if anyone had any idea what this was about, they know this song is coming. They know it's coming. And if I say the band, you'll know exactly what song is coming. And it's the Jim Carroll band. And Stephen, go right ahead. Excellent. And, and by the way, we have one more after this, so don't leave. Yeah, because I have a question for Antonio to ask when we get back. That I was going to ask now, but... Yeah, when we get back. When we get back. That'll work. Absolutely. And to quote a and to quote a line from a famous punk rocker, one, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Rock 
fucking loosely. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah. So, Stephen, you have a question. Yeah. Antonio, for all the younglings who are listening to this show, what would you recommend as the top three gateway albums into punk or just into the bands that you mentioned here tonight that you love to death? That I mentioned tonight? I have a larger list. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Give us some suggestions. Yeah, yes. Well, I recommend that they go back and listen to all the Beastie Boys they can get their hands on. Um, uh, Operation Ivy. That's Ska Punk. I don't know if you've ever heard them. Uh, They don't use horns. They don't use horns. They use a a keyboard. And uh, they're uh, hard, hard enough it's like the fourth wave of ska, and they influence bands like Less Than Jake, um, Rancid, um, other. Uh, let's see, I'm I'm drawing a blank. But in the ska genre, that's for young that's for young people because ska is really upbeat and and fun and kind of poppy, kind of in the Ramones arena where it's just fun, upbeat music. And um, other bands that be influential. I, if you're into hardcore punk rock, listen to Minor Threat. Listen mm-hmm. to uh, Bad Brains. Greg Ginn's guitar playing is wacky and weird and fun. Uh, and uh, and of course the vocals are always hardcore and they're sung by uh, a bunch of different singers. I won't list the names, but. Uh, well, like Keith Morris and and Henry Rollins and Dez, and uh, I, I don't know a whole lot about Black Flag, but um, I don't know. I'm stumbling. I'm I'm verklempt. <laughs> okay, well, well, that's more than okay. enough. Trust me. Okay, that's okay. more than enough for our listeners. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robert, do you do you have any other suggestions? Along that lines of like uh, gateway bands that people should listen to. Um. Well, the one of the ones you played right there is a good one. <laughs> uh, Mud Honey and Green River. So you're into the sludge kind of punk stuff. Uh, the Ramones, of course. I mean that 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 kind of introduced me to um, to a lot of that um, to a lot of punk. Um, yeah. X. For sure, X. Yeah. UK yeah. subs. Um, germs. Harvey Milk, even. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, God, anything Mike Patton's done. <laughs> but Butthole Surfers is another great one. I, I'm just clash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Alice Donut a lot. Anti Flag, Dead Boys. Oh, Dead Boys for sure. Um, I I might throw in uh, a little bit of the English and go Gang of Four. Yeah. Uh, And and, and Ian Ian Dury. Ian Dury's fun Mm -hmm. as hell. And he's wonderful. (laughs) Maybe Uh, a little too funky for for some, but nonetheless. I I, 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 I would say try some Ian Dury too. Um, 
Stooges. So anyway, yeah, I, I want to thank yeah. everyone. You know, okay, uh, uh, Robert, I want to oh, thank you very, very nice. much. No problem. Uh, yes. My pleasure. Hold on. Go ahead, guys. What were you saying? Who, me? Yeah, well, well, I heard Stephen come in. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to... Yeah, I just wanted to thank everyone. Uh, and, Robert, well, thank, thank you. you very much for being with us. And we'll be in touch, uh-huh. I'm sure. Thank you, Robert. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, you good know... to meet you, Antonio. Oh, nice absolutely. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you. And, and, and And because you know what I think, and and love you dearly, and this last song (laughs) as we go out, now, we were talking that punk is an attitude, okay? Yeah. Well, this definitely isn't punk, but the attitude's there because the artist is Loudon Wainwright, the third. Now, most people will know his son, Rufus, but Loudon is a character, to say the least. And this is a song I can tell you that when I go, I want played at my wake. And I thought it was appropriate for you two as we wait okay. the inevitable. And uh, I put, this, go ahead. Go ahead I put three hearts, three hearts next to that song because it meant so much to me when I heard it. Thank you very much, uh, Carl. Thank well, you, you haven't heard this one yet. This one I didn't put in the. Oh, in, in, oh this is a new one for you. This is okay, Loud and Wainwright. Okay. This is called Out of the World. Okay? And this is for you, my dear. Love you dearly. And um, we're going to say good night now. So, good night, everyone. Uh, but Goodbye. stick around and listen to the song. All right? All right. Steven, you ready? Love you guys. Okay. Thank, thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. And to get a little horn, yes, we'll be back on Sunday. We'll see you then. Here's the song, and good night, everybody, from Carl's Catherine and KSDADDD Radio. Thank you for listening. And, Antonio, thank you for all of the kids in the world that you turned on to punk music or made them like one song that you liked. Thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, my dear. And this one's for you. Woo! Turn it up, Steve. It's almost time now. It's almost over. Sooner than later, I'll be dead and gone. Out of this world Out of this world And I guess that I'll miss Some of the good times But it'll be fine for me To be moving on Out of Out of this world Out of this world And into another 
Love you, cuz. Love you too, cuz. Good night.